Welcome to Date Differently, a podcast for the right girls dating the wrong guys. Where we talk about breaking all of the goddamn rules. Welcome back. Oh my god, we have got season two of our Date Differently podcast. I can't believe we're making a season two, and I'm so excited to have you all back listening to us. For those of you who tuned into uh, last season's podcast, you would have met the gorgeous Maddie Briscoe. Hello, hello. Still here. And you would have heard me rambling on about all things dating and relationships. But this season, boy, have we got a surprise. We have got a new voice. Hiya. That is the amazing, incredible. Tiffany Rouge. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> well, for Thanks, those guys. of you who don't know Tiffany, Tiffany's been working with us uh, as part of our day differently strategy program, been with the Social Collective now for a little while. She's also the incredible talent behind producing season one and this season of our podcast. And the more we've kind of got to know each other, the more we've been talking dating, the more Tiffany has some gold nuggets to share with us. Tiff, why don't you introduce yourself? Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and tell our awesome listeners all about dating? <laughs> okay, so I am a radio announcer. I am single. Hooray, single mm-hmm. ladies for the win. I also have my own podcast called The Misadventurous Podcast, and it's a lot about self-development. I share a lot of my life on that, personal stories, and it really does lend itself really well because I I am dating and I am going out there and this, you know, like we'll sit down and have chats and I'll be like, I am so a part of this conversation. Like I I have been sitting, I was sitting with you guys while you were recording season one and I was like, I've got things to say. I just (laughs) want to be a part of it. So it's really, really cool that you guys have let me come on for season two. Yeah. And that's that's how we met, right? When I think back to how uh, we met Tiff, Tiff, we we featured on your podcast. Yes. um, And you interviewed us about dating and Mm -hmm. all things relationships. And um, it was the start of a beautiful friendship. And there were some serious gold nuggets in that episode. Amazing. So guys, look, Go and find Misadventurous. Go and download those um, podcasts and have a listen. We'll put Think it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Think of it as a bit of a prerequisite to season two for us and, of course, our own season one. So go and check that out. So, Maddie, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about a concept called dating fatigue, which... I think is kind of apt for today because we had a few wines last night. So today we are feeling slightly fatigued. (laughs) (laughs) And not just with the dating lives, but just generally fatigued. Yeah, general Mm. fatigue, but dating fatigue is what we're focusing on today. And I have definitely experienced dating fatigue. So should we start with what it is? Yeah. That's a good idea. I actually, do people, that's a great question. Do people know what dating fatigue is? How aware of people of dating fatigue so well mm. Russ I didn't know about dating fatigue really until you mentioned the concept to me like I felt it but I didn't know what it was I was feeling mm. kind of like an orgasm you know oh, really? you feel it <laughs> you don't know what it is and then somebody explains it to you and you're like yeah. oh that's right that's what it is yeah. cool mm-hmm. yes same thing happened to me except not in the orgasm analogy <laughs> you know I tend to know when I'm having an orgasm so <laughs> like when I- well, sometimes the first time you don't you like, okay. What is <laughs> anyway, um, maybe maybe a wrong like analogy to draw, but no, I you loved know, it. I loved it. Dating fatigue, Russ. So, what is it? So, well, look, Tell dating us. fatigue is an interesting one, right? I've I, I didn't invent it. I didn't come up with it, but I was thinking about it a lot. So, ever since we launched the date differently strategy, we've been talking to more and more women about their dating experiences, and I keep hearing more and more frustrations around. I'm so sick of the guys I'm meeting. I'm tired of being on Tinder. I'm really really fed up of meeting the same guy over and over again with a different name. 
Um, and I find that uh, a lot of people are complaining about just having 50 first dates. A lot of women are telling me that they just like, there's, they're meeting nice guys. They're going on these dates, but it's just not going anywhere. And the more I kind of watched from the sidelines, as in not being a girl dating, because I'm not a girl, um, but the more I watched from the sidelines, the more I saw people's mental state depreciating and getting to a point where it was just a level of exhaustion. And then when we ran a couple of our workshops and we started to talk more about dating with our market, with the people that came to those workshops, you started to see a really horrible side of dating fatigue where things started to turn introspectively, like what's wrong with me? What have I done wrong? Why am I like not meeting the right kind of guys? And it just frustrated me. And at the time, I was doing F45 and I was getting myself into like like into a detox stage. And I was thinking to myself, like, dating fatigue is like anything, right? You get to a point where you've gone through too much and your brain shuts down and you're just fucking over it. So you need to detox. And that's kind of how where this whole dating fatigue thing started to come about for me. Now, I'm sure there's heaps of people that talk about it. And um, if there isn't, well, that's why we're talking about it. Because it's real and it's frustrating for people. And what are some characteristics of dating fatigue? So there is the whole like turning introspectively. Is there anything else that we can sort of identify? And you kind of just get sick. You know, you don't want to go out and meet new people. Like I tend to, when I'm feeling dating fatigue, I don't want to put myself out there at all. I don't want to go out and try new things. I want to sit at home and do nothing. Like I become introverted and go back into my shell. Are there other kind of characteristics? Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Like I find I just get so bored with it. I get bored with the idea of meeting someone for the first time, having the same conversation, having that, you know, oh, what do you do? Where are you from? Et cetera, et cetera. And you just sort of find yourself having the same conversation over and over again. So yeah, I think it is that you just don't want to go out there. You just sit on your phone, you sit on Tinder, which is kind of how people get into dating fatigue because they're probably using Tinder and maybe going on a few dates a week Mm. with people that they don't know, that they're not really interested in. They have this abundance mentality, which we've spoken about a lot before. And they just think, okay, I'll go on all these dates, have all these conversations. And it does just get tiring having the same conversations over and over again. And you do need to just stop yourself, take a step back. Yeah, look, I think we know what dating fatigues look like. I've just given it a word, right? Mm. It's it's a feeling. It's a feeling of I just can't be asked with this anymore. Yeah. And maybe it's not, maybe we're asking the wrong question. Maybe we shouldn't be asking, like, what does dating fatigue look like? But maybe we should be sort of asking the question, what's causing it, right? Why are we going through dating fatigue? Like, I I want to say, not that I want to blame technology, but I I want to say the apps and that abundance mentality that we touched on a little bit in season one, right? This whole idea that we we were just saturated with choice and therefore as guys, we're not only saturated, saturated with choice, we've got abundance. And I completely agree. It's like with anything. I've heard about this concept called the paradox of choice. So it's basically when you have too much choice, you don't make a choice because you're comparing the choice that you make to all of the other options that you could have mm. taken. So say you go to a shop and you want a packet of lollies and there's like 50 different types of lollies. You think, well, if I choose this one, then I'm not choosing the 49 other types of lollies and maybe this one's better. This one's got nuts. I don't know. I but am so bad for that. <laughs> me too. I always get it. And that's why I just don't like making decisions because it's just tiring. I, so I, it's I, the same idea. I, I'd never drawn that parallel to you said that. Oh my God, this is so interesting. For me, I draw this parallel with two things, right? Uber Eats and bloody Netflix. With Uber Eats, I will be starving. 
Like I've come home from work. I'm so fucking hungry. I could I could eat a horse if it's right me. And I will sit there for absolutely ages, like 20 to 30 minutes of hunger mm-hmm. is sitting in my belly. And I'm swiping through these Uber Eats options. And to your point, the, the paradox of choice, I can't make a decision. The same thing happens with Netflix. I just want to watch something on TV. I want to watch a show. But there's so much out there that I can't make a decision. To me, Netflix, if I don't watch a, a show, all right, big deal. If I don't eat like something out of Uber Eats, I can find something eventually, right? It's not too much of a, a big deal in the bigger picture. But your dating life, your love life, but the guy that maybe you'll marry, maybe you'll share these experiences with, when you get to that point of exhaustion, that's a shitty place to be, right? Come on. Yeah. When you're sick and tired of doing something and then you, you have to make these all these choices again, it just kind of really hammers home how much I don't want to be dating. That's it. And then when you get back out there, so you've had dating fatigue, you're exhausted, your friends are just saying, like, just keep going, like, mm. get out there, meet people, like, you'll get back into the swing of it. You're not yourself on dates. You're like, I don't want to be here. I mm. want to just go home and watch Netflix and eat uh, Uber Eats. Do you guys ever find that you're on autopilot? Like, you're just not oh, thinking. 100%. You're just, like, you're literally grabbing your phone and you're swiping and then you're talking to some guy and then you're trying to eventuate into a date and you're not even driven to get it out onto a date, but you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, that in itself, by definition, is a form of fatigue. Yeah. It is, it's something that we need to tackle, I think. Um, Hell, though. Like anything, right? And, and I, I bring back that example, F45. I remember when I first started, like, so I, I went on my own big health journey before I got married at the beginning of the year. And I was like, all right, I go like six to eight months. I'm going to lose like 10 kilos. I'm going to get my shit together. And the first thing that I did was I detoxed all the bad shit out of my system. Right? I was like, all right, no more sugar, no more carbs, no more gluten, whatever. I just detoxed for two weeks. And what happened was all those cravings of sweets and lollies sort of got out. I got it out of my system. They weren't there. And I was then able to tackle weight loss or health and fitness. What if we look at dating in that same sort of way what if you did a dating detox and i don't just mean delete the apps i mean a full-on detox like you get all of the bad shit out of your system now right and you spend time just cleansing all the shit all the bad experiences all the guys you've dated like get your head in the game get your you know start to get rid of um all your apps delete them out delete the profiles in the apps before deleting the apps so you can't just reinstall it again. You have to go through the, the effort of filling it out. Yeah, that's a good point. And then start to focus on yourself, I suppose. Like wipe all that dating stuff off the table mm. and then have a clean slate and then I guess maybe focus on yourself and do something different. Oh, I would say not even maybe focus on yourself. 100% yeah, yeah. focus on yourself and your life. Think of it like a reset, right? You've reset your dating life. How fucking exciting is that? You are resetting dating for you. So you kind of go, right, I've cleansed all my shit. I'm talking delete all of the numbers in your phone that, that belong to guys. Um, oh my gosh, that's going to take me forever. I know. I've right. never deleted a phone number of a guy. Me either. What happens if they call you back? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I hadn't thought that. number. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 Tim hey, from Birdies. <laughs> yeah, well, Uh-oh. you get around, who is this? Yeah. Like, that's got to be a blow to the guy, but he's out of your life. Yeah, doesn't even true. matter. And to be fair, right, there's going to be guys out there that you 
sort of dated or saw and it didn't work out and you don't even speak to each other but I bet you any money he's watching all your Instagram stories and I bet you any money he's like watching where you've checked in or talking every now and again will reach out because you never know kind of attitude it's a guy thing right get rid of it block him if you have to it might sound extreme and it might sound like I'm saying being a bit of an asshole and this is coming to your point Maddie before you work on yourself look after yourself mm. cleanse your mind get yourself in the right place to be and then like Maddie's saying start filling your life doing the things you love with the people you love doing them with focus on you yeah just get dating off the mind for a while i think that's really important the, i guess the thing i can't land on yet i don't really know how to advise on it is how long how long do you detox for yeah that's true i guess it depends on how heavy you're feeling it's individual when you get to a point where you're experiencing dating fatigue you know you cleanse you work on looking after yourself and that'll take some time actually healing whether or not it's actually healing from a breakup or healing from whatever and then starting to get a gym membership or work Mm. on your fitness and start doing things that you love doing like going for walks or doing things Mm. you know solely for you that bring you joy and there's a lot of self-exploration that you have to start doing and then you kind of go oh I'm good I think I'm about ready to give it another crack and that'll be different for everyone because, I mean, sometimes you don't even have that, oh, I'm ready to start giving it another crack. While you're busy doing you, someone else will come and try doing you too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, but you can say no. Because yeah, you're you, ready. Because you've, you've done the, the cleanse and you're working on yourself, mm. that's when other people may come into your life mm. or you you know you decide that you're ready and you kind of go on to it like I don't what know if that I be a time offer limit. you what if I offer you a third step so you're talking we're talking about cleanse right or mm. purge or get rid of all the bad shit then Maddie you're talking about grow so let's like think about my life my lifestyle the people I'm doing with like really yep. enrich, enrich your life mm-hmm. what if there's a step after that before you even start dating Ooh. redesign why don't you redesign your dating life design your dating life the way you want it to be start to think about what kind of guys do I want what kind of man do I want to be with and I think that's important it's important to kind of reflect and look back on what caused the dating fatigue and then to think well maybe I should go about things a bit differently exactly and look full disclosure right our strategy is date differently it's about being able to do things differently like your point you're taking control back you're in the driver's seat you're taking control of your dating life back so you're no longer worrying about this guy or that guy or what he said or why he didn't say or why he's not watching your stories or why he doesn't text you because it's gone and now you're a fresh slate and you've got full control over who you meet how you meet them when you choose to meet them and this kind of lends itself to an episode that we had mads in season one where we talked a little bit around why are you dating and then we talked about the importance of having a dating strategy so guys if you've not listened to that just like swing back i think it's episode two of season one or just binge the whole season one you or know binge the whole season yeah. one in one go they're short episodes Easy. you'll love them but yeah dating by design kind of like that it's got a nice ring to it by design i think interior design for like men (laughs) (laughs) yeah for men come on but in terms of you know how you can get like the sims oh my gosh i used to love that game but in terms of like you can customize what you want in a man as opposed to customize what you want in your house (laughs) maybe customize what you're looking for in a man yeah as the uh, token man in the room because i'm a big advocate for men I, i really believe there are good men out there and if you're going through dating fatigue one of the things i've sort of observed is that you start to go into a place where all men are assholes or I just can't, I'm so over it, I'm so over guys, like I'm not meeting the right ones, all the good ones are taken, all the good ones are gay or married or whatever it is. And you get into a really shitty mindset. 
And I guess part of this whole thing is me kind of flying the flags for men and saying there are good men out there. Hopefully being able to put some advice down that guides you to kind of be the best person you want to be for you. Maybe I'll put the question to you guys because I think fatigue is really about your mindset. It's about your head, right? Do you guys meditate? Like, is that a I really do. good I meditate every day. I think, yeah, like mindset is so important in what you do in everything. Like it touches every part of your life. And I find it really helps me not only switch off, but when I have meditated, in a day things don't get to me as much and that's important right yeah definitely i i find doing yoga is great and then that last five minutes of yoga the shavasana moment i can reflect on things then so that's when i sort of take my time to like think about different aspects of my life and yeah it's really important to consciously think about these things and consciously Mm. make sure that you're reflecting yeah and then yeah. Like, look after your mind your mind drives your every moment your every thought is anchored with an emotion and a feeling if your thoughts are negative you're gonna feel like absolute shit and how's that gonna bode well to meeting your future husband or your future boyfriend or your future partner and that's a good point like if you're thinking all these negative thoughts then how are you gonna meet people how are you gonna show your true self and i think it does just all start in the mind you've just got to start thinking positively and then it will come through your actions but then that being said sometimes it's hard to just get in that positive mindset maybe you do just have to do actions that maybe reinforce those thoughts so think well I'm worth it I'm gonna go get a really nice haircut or I'm gonna go have a facial or you know put on a really nice outfit and just do these things that make you feel a little bit better and then you might start thinking positively and doing it for you Mm. I think that's the key yeah not doing it for him not saying I'm doing these things for me but really you're thinking it's gonna be you might get a guy out of it but Mm. literally honestly and openly just doing it for you and only you alone One thing that I like to do when I'm trying to do a little bit of exploration and stuff is write myself a little bit of a gratitude list. You know, write down things that I'm grateful for. And it really does make me appreciate everything in my life. But then also write down the things that bring me sheer joy. Things that I really, really enjoy, like eating chocolate in the bath, you know. (laughs) And it's just, it's completely a solitary moment. There's no one else in the bath with me, but I can just savor every single bit of sugar. And maybe like rattling off a list of things that bring you solitary joy that just make you so happy, whether it's waking up in the morning and pulling open your curtains and there being a big blue sky, something like as small and as minute as that or an action that is bringing you joy. And then go out and do those things that bring you joy because if they bring you joy, they're going to make you feel good and then you're going to start wanting to you know, be better and do mm. better. Mm, and yeah. you know what? You could even do that for dating. You could write a list of all of the things you're grateful for in your dating life oh, and write a, a really list, good idea yeah mm. list the things that you enjoy about dating and then list the things that you know you might not enjoy so much like you could do it the other side of things and then you know you can work on those things and focus on the positives of dating and the joy that it brings you because it is yeah. fun it's joyful mm. it's a good time yeah i 100% agree i think oh i'm gonna challenge i'm gonna say 80% agree in that right? i'm gonna challenge okay. one thing one thing if that's okay that's okay like, yeah uh, 80% damn straight, you make a list of all the things you're grateful for, all the things you enjoy about dating. But for now, don't worry about the things you don't like. Don't worry about the things that are bogging you down or that are making you feel like shit or the guys that you didn't enjoy. Don't even worry about that. Get rid of that. Clean it out of your system. Don't think about it because all that's going to do is put you back in the cycle. Mm. And you're just going to start getting back yep. into a really shitty space. Good point. Particularly if you're suffering from dating fatigue. Yeah. So I really like that. In fact... Well, you could do, right? 
is write down all the things that you don't like on a piece of paper, scrunch it up, and physically burn it. I was it, just thinking throw it that. In a bin, do something like that. that cleanses yourself of yes. this. So in a, in a way, it is metaphorically and physically you are tossing it out of your life, mm-hmm. yeah. out of your mind, it's and it's going straight in the paper. bin. It's good yeah. to get thoughts on paper, mind dump, and then just mm. scrunch it up, burn okay, it. Okay, I'd like that. All right, Leave yourself with the good things. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's a challenge to all of you guys listening out there. Right. I want you to take some time, look yourself away for a half an hour, 40 minutes, and take a piece of paper and a pen and jot down the things you're grateful for in your dating life. Write down a, a list and don't, don't overthink it. Just brain dump Cuddles, it. Being Cuddles. the little spoon. Being the big yes. spoon. Yeah. You Holding know. hands, you like, know. Like, Sharing a pizza. Having Not- a great date with one guy. Like whatever it is. Having to decide what shoes to wear on a date. Yes. Just write it all down and tell us. How you went. And then, of course, write all the shitty things down and burn it. But please be safe while doing this. That's actually oh, a good point. Frame. Yeah, maybe you guys should have a, head over to our Facebook page and start a thread with all of the things that you love about dating and yes. what brings you joy when it comes to dating. Yes, come over, come and join us and keep the conversation going on our Facebook group. It's called Date Differently. Let's break all the rules. Thank you. Let's break all the goddamn rules. I nearly, my mind went blank there. <laughs> yes. Uh, hashtag date differently. Let's break all the goddamn rules. Jump in Facebook, do a search for it. You'll find it. Jump in and get amongst it. Start a list of all the great things that you love about dating. And, and, just to be clear, right, this is a means to an end. This is not let's be fluffy and talk about great things, even though they may not be happening in your life. This is to focus the positive thoughts and cleanse the shit out of your life, right? It's about detoxing if you're experiencing dating fatigue. And look, if you're not experiencing dating fatigue, jump on and get amongst the conversation anyway. I'd love that. It'd be great to have you. Thanks for listening, guys. If you like what we're putting down, do not hesitate to hit subscribe to this podcast and help continue the conversation with us on our Facebook group. It's hashtag date differently. Let's break all the goddamn rules. We would love to see you there.